Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. Apologies again for the lack of audio quality. We're trying to figure things out here at CR headquarters. We should have everything solved by the start of next week. So moving forward, our podcast will get back up to their usual quality of sound. But of course, just because the microphones aren't working doesn't mean the tennis world is going to stop. And on today's podcast, we have another From the Presser segment for all of you listeners from the WTA action in Dubai. I had the chance to speak with all four semifinal uh, participants in Friday's matches. So on today's show, you're going to hear from Garbin Muguruza, a straight set winner over Elisa Mertens. You're also going to hear from Mertens uh, as she came in for a press conference. Then you're going to hear from Jill Teichman, who lost a straight set match to Barbara Krechikova. Krechikova, former number one doubles player in the world, five-time Grand Slam champion, reaches her second career WTA-level singles final and will move firmly into the top 50 with her result this week. So, again, another fantastic week of tennis on the WTA Tour delivered to all of us fans. And, of course, we I'm so excited to be able to speak with these players and share those questions and those answers with all of you listeners, because I really do think it provides fantastic insight into their mindset, what they're thinking, the, you know, everything off the court that goes into their performances we see on the court. So, without further ado, here's another From the Presser segment, and again, you're going to hear from Muguruza, then Mertens, then Teichman, then Krejcikova. Westoff, roll the clips. Thank you very much, and congratulations on the win, Garbina. Uh, you talk about how you're feeling physically. I'm curious again. I think you've now played 21 matches here to start the season. You've got another final coming up here on Saturday. Is it all adrenaline at this point for you, or are you still feeling physically pretty good? Well, you know, of course, physically you feel the 21 matches is a, is a way to say it. You know, and it's not 21. It's like all of these matches in a row now. Um, physically you feel it but man that's that's that this is where I want to feel this is what I want to feel I want to feel tired you know I want to feel um, excited I want to feel playing finals you know you can see the, po- the the positive side yes you can feel your legs you know it's the, the heat the many matches on a row but I work for this I work to be in this situation so for me it's a great opportunity Mm-hmm. And for you, again, looking towards tomorrow, will you watch today's semifinal going on right now between uh, Krechikova and Teichman? Will you watch some film with your coach? What are you going to do to help prepare? Yes, I've been watching the whole week some matches, so it's not that I've never seen them play. I will watch today a little bit as well, but I've, I've been following their matches um, and I think it's going to be a tough match. I, I, I never played neither of them, so it's going to be a tricky final, but but looking forward for it. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck tomorrow. Congratulations again.
thank you very much and congratulations on the result today, Elisa, or, you know, on the result here this week. Uh, for you in, you know, over your past, I think since the start of 2020 now, you've made the quarterfinals or better at nine of the 16 events you've played. And, you know, I'm curious, when you get to these later stages of these big events, uh, physically, mentally, what have you learned over the past year that you perhaps need to do better or need to continue to do to have success this late in events? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very uh, happy to hear that I've come this far uh, in, in tournaments, but of course, uh, you know, I would like more, that's for sure, but it's good to have consistency. Um, it, it's good to know your game. You have to know yourself, uh, what you can do, what you can improve. And I, I think that's what I, I learned that I'm able to, you know, make make it tough for opponents and just to, you know, keep going. Also, when you're phys physically not 100 percent, just you, you never know what's going to happen. You just keep going also mentally till the last point. And that's what I also showed today. And I think I have grown in that uh, since a couple of years ago. But of course, it's it's pushing yourself every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for you, you look now again in that same time span. I believe you're still the WTA wins leader with 46 wins. Uh, when you, you know, talk about your game and in some of these matches against, you know, Jess yesterday and Garbine, uh, I noticed that you were trying to end points a little bit shorter throughout the match, trying to make things easier for yourself. Is that something you've noticed? Is that something you've been trying to work on is a weapon to perhaps shorten points and make things easier for you over the course of matches? Yeah, of course. Um, I wasn't able to practice fully uh, before this event, so I really wanted to have some hours on the court, which I kind of did this week. So, you know, I'm happy to get the wins. I'm happy to get the hours in, but also um, like yesterday too, to get some easier points, to um, get yourself going into the court is of course a bit easier sometimes after like a long set. Um, so I tried that yesterday. I tried that today too. Um, court is a bit slower, so it's kind of like, you know, the other opponents getting the balls back. But uh, overall, I'm, I'm pleased about my performance. And, you know, I'm going to look back at the match and see what I can improve. Mm -hmm. Well, again, thank you for your time this week and uh, good luck as we move through the season. Thank you very much, and congratulations again, Jill, on a fantastic week of tennis. When you're playing someone like Barbara, who plays such an aggressive game style, who is trying to you know, hit the winner and end the point quickly, what sort of pressure does that put on you, and do you think that might be partially responsible for perhaps some of the break points not going the way you would have liked? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, she's a tough player. Um, I mean, I played her already a few months ago, so I knew that uh, I, I, w I was expecting a lot of uh, pressure from her side. So that's why I tried to make her play every point uh, and try to find my rhythm. And uh, she obviously achieved that I did not find my rhythm. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's a bit the answer.
Mm -hmm. And for you now moving forward, you know, you are ranked inside the top 50. And, you know, after this week, Barbara's in the top 50. We've seen Jess Pegula, other players outside the top 30, but certainly in strong form of late. Does it give you any additional confidence to see so many players outside the top 30 make these deep runs, deep runs at events? And what do you think about the level of play right now at the top of the women's game? How thin are the margins between players ranked, say, 50 in the world and the players ranked 10 in the world? I think the margin is very, very small. Um, I mean, if we can look at any tournament these uh, last few weeks um many would say oh my god how can i don't know a top 10 player lose against a 40 50 60 something but if you watch the match you're like who is who because the level is so high for me i mean i can even talk for myself uh, obviously gives as well a, a lot of confidence uh, or like to see others around like my ranking beating other players like better play better players better ranked players and uh, they said I say, okay, if she can, why can I not, obviously? So um, that was also a bit uh, a click. Mm -hmm. Well, again, it was all working for you this week, and it's been a fantastic start to the season. So congratulations, and good luck the rest of the year. Thank you. Thank you very much, and congratulations on the victory, Barbara. For you now, you're into your second career WTA-level final. Uh, obviously, a little bit different context this time. You haven't dropped the set this week, and I'm curious, what sort of confidence do you take from a run like this you've had in Dubai, and how different is making this final from the one you made back in 2017? Oh, uh, you know, it's really, it just... Tough question. <laughs> I mean, like back in 2017 when I was playing, I pretty much came through the qualies. I was having so many tough matches. I was actually playing on clay, which is which was at that moment really my favorite surface. And uh, you know, I was just more, you know, just coming up. You know, I was 250 in the world at that moment. So, so you know, I wasn't really expecting it, and it was it was really nice. And I mean, it's kind of like pretty similar this week you know like like last week when I was in Doha I was just really looking at the acceptances every single day and just looking if I can finally you know get the chance and get get in the main row because I was all the time in qualies and then you know as soon as I got in I was like oh finally good good you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna play main row which is you know which is always nice it's always helpful and then the next step was to test negative which was so far successful and and then, you know, just everything else for me was kind of a bonus. And I was just like enjoying playing in here. And, and you know, since the first match, I felt really good, good with the balls, with the court, with the conditions in here. So, and, you know, I'm just really happy that I can, that I can still, you know, still keep going, that I still feel good. And then I'm just really just enjoying myself all the time when I'm on court winning or even just, you know, losing. It just, I'm always just enjoying being court, being on court. 
Absolutely. And we can see that joy in your face and to something Michael said in his question, even beyond what you're saying, the smile you have had after these past two matches, after you've secured that match point, it's been, you know, contagious for us fans to watch. And I'm curious, you know, again, we're all human, uh, you guys as well, despite being superhuman tennis players. Six months from now, seven months from now, if you're going through a patch of struggling, is this a result you can turn to and say, you know what, when I play my best tennis, uh, I can beat anyone in the world? And what does a week like this do for the rest of your season? You know, I always try to be like self-confident, but I don't really have it in my blood. So I always just, you know, go from one week to another. I just really try to be really humble and, you know, just don't really expect anything and just, you know, go with, you know, like this week, I'm really playing well. I'm playing one of my best, you know, best tennis and I'm beating so many good girls, but I mean, next week it, it, it might not be the same. So, you know, I just always go and just, you know, just try to don't really know how to express it in English stuff. Um, you know, just try to, you know, do my best every single day, just, and I mean, who knows what's going to be in six months? Like, who knows what's going to happen in six months? What's going to happen with pandemic? What's going to happen with just, you know, with the world and everything? So, you know, just so far right now, I'm just here at this moment, just enjoying myself and, you know, just trying to play the best tennis I can and just trying to continue as much as I can. And and let's see, let's see where, where like what's gonna what's gonna happen next week, what's gonna happen in one month, what's gonna happen in six months. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, sorry for the long questions. Thank you again for your candidness and a fantastic week. Thank you. all of you enjoyed another edition of From the Presser. Of course, if you want to hear more about these matches, go check out our mini-break podcast where day in, day out, we are recapping all of the action going on throughout the pro tennis world. Of course, if you want to hear more about the Challenger or college tennis action, be sure to go check out our Great Shot podcast feed. David Gertler, Matt Stokowiak, Chris Heliores joining me for various episodes over the past week. Of course, on this podcast, we've had the chance to do these From the Presser segments as well, as have both Carolina head coaches on, the men's and women's head coaches, Sam Paul, Brian Calvis, respectively, joining us as our guests this week. Fantastic week of podcasts here at Crack Records. Hopefully, all of you listeners have checked them out. And again, as always, I will ask that you like, rate, subscribe, review all of our shows, share them with your friends. If you need more immediate updates, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or at Crack Records, you want to message me directly, I'm at Great Shot Pod. Shout out, as always, to our super producers, Max Bligner and Daniel Westoff, for the of an editing job they do day in, day out. Shout out again as well to the WTA communications team facilitating this access, allowing us to hear from these players, get their thoughts to all of us fans out here in the world. But with that in mind, for our wonderful players and their candid answers, the WTA communications team, our super producers, Max Fligner and Daniel Westoff, and all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks, everyone.